The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Mind Body Pause with Charlie Kale, holistic living for you and your animals. You found your happy place to nurture your connection to animals with enlightening information from the innovators who make their world a better place. This is Mind Body Pause on Empower Radio. Now, here's your host, fellow animal lover, Charlie Kale. Hi there, and welcome to Mind Body Pause, holistic living for you and your animals. This is show number 65, Deeper Dive into Subtle Energies for Animals with Marie-Christine Lechaud. We've got her back for a second show to find out more about energy healing techniques and how they help us and our animals. I'm Charlie Kale, a passionate animal mom, broadcaster, and Reiki master and practitioner in San Francisco at Energy Healing for People and Paws. I get to help people and animals de-stress and release grief and pain to help them heal. I work with clients all over the world over Zoom or FaceTime because energy transcends space and time. You can contact me at charliekale.com, C-H-A-R-L-Y-K-A-Y-L-E.com. This is your safe place to honor animals, where we'll nurture our connection to them mentally, emotionally, physically, and energetically. My guest is an animal communicator, energy healer. She is also a teacher at CWALU Communication with All Life University and the head of the school's French department, you'll see why, where she graduated from the Animal Mastery Program, and that is the program I'm in. So one day, I can be a Marie-Christine, too. Besides teaching at the school, she's also a teaching assistant at for Dr. Jill Todd's Animal Acupressure, Meridian, and Chinese Medicine courses. She's also a former teaching assistant to Donna Eden and her energy medicine courses. She co-founded CPAW, New Jersey, to help the welfare of outdoor cats and lives in Montclair, New Jersey, with her two cats, Asia and Canel. Welcome back, Marine Christine Lachaud. Thanks, Charlie. It's nice to be back. So when I like talking to someone, I can't let them go. (laughs) Thanks for hanging on. I'm happy to hear that. The last podcast that we did together, we talked about your energy healing techniques for animals. You teach a course at CWALU called Subtle Energies, which offers 10 techniques that you can do at home to help your animal heal on an energetic level, whether in person or remotely. I mean, you can even help yourself too. And we were talking how amazing a modality energy healing is. Um, But we didn't want to end the conversation. So let's talk about how you treat animals before you even start. 
Well, you make sure that they are willing. That uh, so you never force it uh, on them. You always ask for permission. So that can be uh, something you do silently by quieting yourself and asking the animal and see if there is a reaction, or you can do verbally and see, you know, sending which reaction you get. And I want to say that of course there is the, you know, make sure if it's a dog that it has been walked that it doesn't need to go to the bathroom. You don't do that just before the meals, when they start, <laughs> they really want to eat, or after <laughs> the meal, you give them a little time to digest. And be respectful of the animal. If after two minutes, um, they walk away, they just walk away. That's the, you, we shouldn't have any agenda. You know, I mean, you, right. you, you want to do energy work, you want to, uh, to help them, but if it's not the right time, if it doesn't feel right to them, that's, uh, as I say, get the ego out of the equation. Get the ego out of the equation. Exactly. And just because they walk away doesn't mean that they don't want it. It just means they don't want it that closely or that strongly or in that position. You don't have to be touching them. They may want to dip their toe in the energetic water and see how it feels. They may want it in the comfort of their bed, which is in the other room. And they want you to stay where you are. They may not want eye contact. For me, when I do Reiki, I always, always ask the animal's permission. And you can feel a yes in your heart. You can feel a yes or you can feel a disconnect. And I always honor what they prefer. And if they say no at first, then I say, that's okay. I'm just going to be Reiki right here for myself, for their pet for their parent i'll say you know i'll give a little reiki to your parent and if you want to join in great if you don't totally fine and i have had a few over the years say no they didn't want reiki but that the, even they always always after they saw it and noticed it from a distance joined in and and opened up and said okay i'll have some now yes and you have to keep in mind that the animals are much more tune into energy than we are so they can see it they can feel it i think much more than we do i remember one of my cat named bizu when i was doing qigong at the end she was coming going on her back paw putting her front paw on my thigh and i had to get her in my arm and she would stay there and I, I was telling my Qigong master, and she said, of course, she wants the fresh energy that you just build up by your practice. <laughs> the, they, uh, she was just like sucking it up. Right. And so they're very tuned. So sometimes it's just too much or sometimes it's not the right time. And also there is uh, something you might observe if you do energy work on animals is that if you're working on a meridian or they might walk away, but then you're going to see they're going to leak the end of the meridian. They're going to finish the job. Mm-hmm. Right. They're process. A lot of times, they're walking, yes. away, getting up and walking is processing it, absolutely. moving the energy through and processing it. Yes, absolutely. And and I I did and I still do a lot of work on humans. I think hum- humans are shy. If they don't have enough, they don't say it. Animals are not shy. They just get up and they go into the next room. Oh, it's just so amazing how animals are so much smarter than we are, more perceptive about energy, um, how they envision it and, or they see it and they feel it and they know it's there and they believe in it because with them, uh, well, it works or it doesn't. They don't have to say, well, is my mind making it work? 
one thing I've noticed too, cats seem to be so much more energetically sensitive than dogs or other animals I've worked with. Um, some cats can build up to where they don't mind you actually putting your hands on them uh, with the energy, but a lot of cats just prefer it above them, just a little bit above them or even remotely at a distance. That's correct. Yes. You need to build up with the cat. I mean, some cats are will surprise you, but the majority, yeah, need, need the build up. Definitely. I, I had two Tonkinese um, and Tonkinese cats are pretty dog-like. They, mm -hmm. they acted, you know, they cuddled with my German shepherd, you know, every night and they acted like little dogs. Oh, one of them, I used to walk on a harness and a leash around the neighborhood. So they acted like little dogs. So they loved it. They wanted the energy hands-on, give it to me, mama. And, you know, they'd stick their face in my palm and come on, mom, we want some energy. But my tortoiseshell calico is quite a bit more sensitive and she'll take a little hands on and then she lets me know and she'll say Mrah! and I lift my hands up and then I know okay she still wants some but only if it's not touching yes yeah absolutely I mean they're all individual personality and you know so we have to respect that and it's part of the fun of doing the work it's to get to know the animal you work with it is, it is, because some are so sensitive and and such beautiful hearts and souls and sensitive personalities and energetic systems. It, it's quite lovely. Yes, it is very precious. So what's another point that we didn't get to in the last podcast? Um, the, the other point is um, to to go with the flow and to have fun. I think people get like all tensed and, you know, so you really want your, the more flexible your hands are going to be, the more energy you're going to feel and the more energy you're going to transmit. So even beginners, you're going to do something right. And even if you're not exactly at the right location, the body is going to help and accommodate. So I think that people should try to, to have fun with the whole experience because energy is joyful. Yes. And so to really stay um, in touch with joy. Joy is magic as far as energy is concerned. And it's, you know, the Chinese believe it's our, our, uh, our right when we're born to be happy and healthy. It it's, is our birthright. It is our birthright. And, you know, in ancient China, the traditional Chinese medicine practitioners will be only paid if you stay healthy. If you get sick, you don't pay them because that means they didn't do their job. Oh, I like that. I, don't you? Yes. So, <laughs> I do. So the, tra the practitioner had to keep you in balance and then you paid, you paid the practitioner for that. And if you get sick, well, I guess they did a bad job. You don't pay. <laughs> so that's, that's shows such a complete shift to where their whole um, belief is about preventative care. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wait, I, I agree with that. I'm, I'm absolutely. M me too. I mean, you know, let's prevent because once, once it's installed, you know, it's hard. There. Can you talk more about meridians and acupressure points? Sure. So meridians are pathway of energy. 
that run through our body and we have 12 um, meridians. 10 of them are connected directly to organ, hence their names, stomach meridian, spleen meridian, lung meridian. And you have two which are not connected to um, to organ. And it's like a triple warmer or triple heater, depending um, who talks about it. And uh, circulation sex, which is also called pericardium, which is... Cir- the, which Cir- is did the you sac- say circulation sex? That's the way the Naiden calls it circulation sex so okay. but, the, but tradi- <laughs> traditional chinese medicine calls it uh, pericardium oh okay that one i've heard it's, of. it's pericardium okay it's be better known so circulation those, sex all right yes so those those meridians go through our body and um when there is an imbalance or um the um the energy can stuck you know, stagnate, stagnant, or if the meridian doesn't run in the right direction, that's when trouble starts. So if you want an analogy, it would be if there is a river, if there is a big boulder that falls into the river, then there is too much water above the boulder and not enough under it. Or you can think about New York City, if there is an accident on First Avenue, then there is too many car, you know, before the accident, no more car in front of it. And then the traffic, the congestion start to go towards the side streets, right? Mm-hmm. It start to clog the side streets. So that's how one event on one meridian does affect wow. other meridian and other organs. That's such a great way of putting it because then traffic doesn't flow energy doesn't flow it's not in balance absolutely it's all about flow and about balance the energy has to flow freely in the right direction and communicate every meridian should communicate with each other in harmony and harmony hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I mean, ideally, that's how we all should be communicating with each other in harmony. You know, supporting the flow of life. Supporting the flow of life. Yeah, absolutely. So then acupressure points are? 
Acupressure points are the points where you can access that energy of the meridian. So acupressure practitioner use their fingers. Uh, acupuncturists put a needle in there. So that's that's where it's like a little entry point here and there. There are some entry points. Can you do acupressure without touching the animal? Can you do it above? Yes. Yes, you can ah. sense it. You can sense it. Yes, absolutely. You can that would sense work it. well for cats. That would work well for cats. Or you can start above and then, you know, zero. You should feel the energy. Again, the more you do energy, the more you're going to feel it. And you teach an energy work called a uh, course called Subtle Energies at CWALU, Communication with All Life University, um, where you offer 10 different techniques to help you get your own self balanced and in the flow. And the more you do that, the more you sense and feel energies. And then the more you're able to work with animals in a respectful way. Right. In a respectful way, um, in a very efficient way. And also the benefits that um, ripple back to you. Oh, yes. Again, Always. it's a supportive uh, yes. yin-yang whole, holistic yes. situation. Yes. When you're working with the animal, correct. Absolutely. Yeah. When you're in that flow, it's such a beautiful thing. That's why I love energy work. All right. Yes. Anything else you want to, uh, that we should know about it? Anything else? Um, you know, learn, <clears throat> learn the principles and then do your own. Study the different modalities, and the different philosophies. You know, feel was attractive to um, mm -hmm. to one of the others. Experiment, have a big inner mind, leave the ego at the door, and have fun, and have good intention. Oh, always yes. I want to hear about uh, a nonprofit that you co-founded, and it's to help the welfare of outdoor cats, Seapaw, New Jersey. Sipo, New Jersey. Yes, I, and then I'm C P A W, New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah, it's community permitting animal welfare, New Jersey. We created that that um, because we wanted to help outdoor cats by uh, practicing what's called TN TNR, which is trap, neuter, release, or return. So the outdoor cats. I mean, the the big. Um, heartbreak of the adult car is that people call them ferals, but in, in reality, very little of, of them, among them are really feral, feral. They all have been dumped or their mothers have been dumped and they reproduce. And you have to think half the kitten that born outside die within the, the first month um, of uh, upper respiratory infections. And that's a terrible oh. way to die. Oh, yes. um, so half of them die. So what we do is we trap them. We uh, spay, have them spay and neutered before we put them back and vaccinate against rabies. And uh, before we put them back, we take a little chunk of, as little as possible, the left ear. So once we release them where we found them, because that's their home, another trapper will know not to try to trap that cat again because they'll know the cat has been spayed or neutered. Oh. 
Right. And then there is, uh, they form colonies and uh, there is somebody that feed them every day and uh, give them shelter with the, for the winter and keep an eye on them. So they have the best life possible. Uh, we also call them working cats because if you have cats like that in your yard, you're probably not going to get any mice. <laughs> and so it's a very um, balanced way to, you know, you help them, they help you. And they, they don't bother anybody. So, but they're very, uh, a lot of places people are mean to them. So we're trying to stop the birth. So you, um, you physically work by TNR and then you also work by education and awareness? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. We tell stories. We, um, we trained. Um, it's very hard. I, I had a few cats over the years in my own yard and it's very hard to trap your own cats because you're very attached to them. You give them <laughs> names, you're very attached to them and trapping is no fun, but that's the only way to catch, to catch them. So we teach the colony caregivers if possible for them to trap. And then we, um, you know, we pay for the, the fee in a, a special place, which is about half hour from us, that um, veterinarian do that for a very reduced rate. And uh, and we bring them back. And if the caregiver needs food, we give them food. I mean, we try to support them because it's dedication. I mean, those cats are hungry every day, so there is no sleeping late in the morning on Sundays. You have to go out and feed them. Oh, sleep in, <laughs> kitties, please sleep in. Uh, yeah, no, they they waiting. You feel? I mean, I look at the window, and here they are looking up and say, "Where are you?" Yeah, I've taught my cat to sleep in till noon, but and that that's bad because I want to stay in bed with her, and I can't. And she's oh, like, wow. "Mom, mom, why are you getting up?" She because she absolutely loves when I first wake up in the morning, I start the Reiki flowing on myself and because she's in my arms then you know it flows to her too I include her in my whole you know little energy body and um, so then she's like oh mommy this feels wonderful don't get it mommy don't get up <laughs> but the, feral, the outdoor cats aren't saying that are they yes well you know COVID hit um, all of that the the rescue organizations as well as the trap, neuter, and return um, helpers, volunteers so hard because veterinarians had to stop. That was one of the first things they had to stop doing was the low-cost spay and neuters, at least here in California. And it really hurt the the whole movement the, anyone trying to you know help out the ferals and help out getting them trapped and you know neutered and returned um ha, has it picked up is it better in New it has Jersey right up. now it, it was bad for the first three months and then they reopened and progressively um people starting we started to trap again but it was enough months that we had an influx of kitten that was just terrible Oh, and you have kitten season and you don't have any veterinarians able to donate services or donate at a lower cost. It's very, very hard. And we're into February of 2022 now, I should say, um, just to put a time reference on when the difficulties were going on. Uh, We're still having problems with that here in California. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, to get to your regular vet, it's it's hard. Oh, um, that's impossible. Months out. Yeah, low cost. Yeah, they hear the the place we go to is uh, 
is helpful. We're going to celebrate our um, 3,000 cats trapped and neutered. Aww. 3,000 cats helped. Yay. Yes. That must have been uh, quite an endeavor being a co-founder trying to get that organization up and going. Yes, but I, my co-founder was extremely outgoing, very, um, she was retired, so she, she was doing that full-time. I was more in the background doing the, <laughs> the logistics of the things. Yeah, so, and we passed it on and we have a good, we have a new board and it's, uh, it's what you want, is want people to, to pick up where you left off. And, um, but it's still dear to my heart and I follow them and I encourage them and um, it's, um, and I still have my guys outside. So, and we call them community cats because their Aww. yards are their home. You know, it's a little bit, and I'm digressing a little bit, but it's a little bit when people say, how can I remove a raccoon from my yard or, uh, or a squirrel? This is their yeah. home. I know. You know, this is their home and there is no uh, human relocation. People have to know that, that more than half of the wildlife that has been relocated die where you put them. Even oh. it looks like a nice wood or because, or A, it must be already residents there so they're going to be kicked out or it's not going to be enough food for everybody or they're going to die trying to go home because your our yards is their home so we should try to share that's a great message to, to end on so if anyone is in the new jersey area and wants to help physically by volunteering or coming to donate things or if people all over the world just want to send some money what is the full name of the organization again so you found the, the website at cpanewjersey.org, C-P-A-W-N-J.org. Perfect. And that stands again for? Community Promoting uh, Animal Welfare. We believe that the community is community cats. The community has to take care of them. That's wonderful. All right, we're down to our last minute. One last thing. What is one last thing you would like to impress upon everyone about anything, about energy healing, about whatever? Energy is life and we have to let it flow. Absolutely. And take the ego out of the equation. And take the ego out of the equation. Thank you so much, Marie-Christine Lachaud. If you'd like to mo know more about her, go to animaltalkandhealing.com. That's her website, animaltalkandhealing.com. And she's so nice to offer a $20 discount to any listener who would like a 30-minute or a 60-minute animal communication session. Just use the code PAWS, capital P-A-W-S, all caps. Use the code PAWS for a $20 discount. And you know, hearing more from your animals is profoundly important because it is the start to finding out whether an issue is behavioral or medical. And then you can go so far from there. If you are interested in her course, it's called Subtle Energies, and it's available at CWALU, Communication with All Life University. And I'm going to be taking it. <laughs> Absolutely. And you can find it at joanrenquet.com, J-O-A-N-R-A-N-Q-U-E-T.com. Both of those links are up on my Mind Body Pause page at EmpowerRadio.com. 
Thank you for hanging out with me here on Mind Body Pause, holistic living for you and your animals. If you need some de-stressing and you want to boost your immune system in the process, email or call me about Distant Healing Reiki on Zoom, FaceTime, or over the phone for you or your animals anywhere in the world at charliekale.com. Special thanks to Brent Carey, founder and CEO of Empower Radio, and Tony Ficini in the studio in Detroit. Take care and remember that no matter what's going on with your animals, don't beat yourself up thinking you could have done better because you're doing the best you can. They know it. They chose you anyway, and they love you for it. Mind Body Pause is a guilt-free zone. See you next time. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw, and on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts.